How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Cooksley Combo. And this week's episode, episode eight, is with Iowa men's basketball player uh, Patrick McCaffrey. Super cool dude, and it was kind of nice to talk to a guy, you know, outside of their profession, outside of their career. Because, yes, Patrick plays basketball, but I feel like we talked a lot about things outside of basketball. Oh, like, what does he do for fun? It's kind of like who are his favorite teams, favorite players, and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool to relate. And uh, he even told me he's listened to one of my podcasts. So that's, that's, I mean, pretty cool to me. It was kind of like a, whoa, that's awesome moment. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, episode eight of season two. And we're winding down uh, to the end of the season. But the amount of support you guys are showing, it's becoming constant. And, you know, it's good to look back at your analytics and see that the average time of a listened episode is the full length. I saw that uh, earlier today and I was like, that's pretty damn cool. So thank you guys for that. Uh, Episode nine is with Kyler Schott, who is on the Iowa football team. He is an offensive lineman. Uh, We played back when we were young. He kind of came up through my conference in high school and uh, he was a walk-on here at the University of Iowa and then uh, received a scholarship last year. So he's on for next week. And then the last episode of season two, I'm just going to close it out with with Last Chance U. Uh, wide receiver RJ Stern is coming on. And we're going to kind of talk very similar to uh, Coach John Beam and uh, Dior Scott. So be looking forward to that. Thank you guys for everything. And now let's get into episode eight, Patrick McCaffrey. How you been? Pretty good. Just got just got back. Was at the gym and then got got some food. Now I'm back here. Are, are you excited that there's going to be hopefully a basketball season this year? Very. Yeah, incredibly excited. And Especially not playing last year. It makes it all even more exciting. Yeah, and that kind of – I was going to ask, like, what did it feel like for you personally and as, like, a team when you were, you know, kind of getting that momentum going into the postseason last year and then having it taken away from you guys? What was that kind of feeling? It was really abrupt. It was like it – was, it was almost like it, it, was, it was really hard to believe, honestly. Like, it's something that happened, and, like, we all were just, like, so in shock. Because it's like – if you think about it, every year it's like, well – there's going to be an NCAA tournament like every year and everybody looks forward to the NCAA tournament. And then like this year there isn't. So it's like, like you look at it and you thought like the NCAA tournament was this like impenetrable thing that is going to happen regardless. And we were showed last year, obviously that that's not the case. I think it like, I think it helped ease the burden that like it was, everybody was going through the same thing. Like it's not like they shortened the tournament or whatever like that, but it was like everybody, like it happened to everybody. But, I mean, it just – it really sucked, especially for the guys like our seniors, like Ryan Creener, Riley Till, Bakari Evelyn. Like, Bakari Evelyn never got to play in the NCAA tournament ever. So, it was like, that was really hard because, like, he was obviously really well-liked in our locker room. So, it was really hard to have him, like, not be able to play in the NCAA tournament. So, that was something that was unfortunate. Yeah, and kind of now we want to – I want to rewind all the way back. Um, when did you first pick up – when did a basketball find your hands? I know basketball runs through – Yeah. Mom, brothers, mm-hmm. 
sister, all of them. So yeah, I mean, like to be honest, ever since I can really remember, I wasn't super into basketball, like growing up. But like I was always around it, so it's like I was always like like I like basketball, but I was in like outdoor costumes, like do stuff like that, like try to be a superhero. But like I really started probably taking it like seriously, seriously when I was in like third or fourth grade. But there's been a ball in my hands ever since I was little, and that was always something that I love to do. And what is it like, you know, like having a family with your dad as, you know, a head coach, your mom, a great basketball player, your brother, you know, the whole family just kind of playing basketball. What was it? What was it like? It's it's unique for sure, as opposed to other families. But like growing up, obviously, like you're not really exposed. Like, like I mean, I was exposed to other families, but it's like like that's just like kind of my normal is like that's just kind of how it's always been for me, like just being around the game, like. Like every day after school, I would go to practice. Like my dad's practice every single day. Like when whether we were here or at Siena or ESG, like every day after school, I'd go to practice. So that was just kind of like how it's always been from until I started being old enough to where I would have to go to like my own practice, like in high school and stuff like that. But like it's all it's really unique and it's something that I've really like enjoyed because it's not like that for every other family. But I mean, it's something something new every day. I get to watch basketball every day, like that sort of thing. And now playing, it's even more unique and surreal. Cause it's like the practice I grew up watching and now I'm participating in them. So that's kind of, that's pretty cool. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's always been my normal. So I, I couldn't imagine it any other way and I wouldn't want it to be any other way. With Connor, you know, you guys are, are close in age, you know, you played high school together. What is it like playing with your brother? Is it a, is it a competitive thing? You know, you always want to one up your brother or did you just enjoy playing with him? Yeah, I would say I definitely more so enjoy playing with him. We're typically on the same team, so there's not really any need to be super competitive because we're trying to we're, – well, we're competitive amongst each other. If we play one-on-one and stuff like that, sometimes it can get, like, a little too competitive, as you could probably imagine. But, um, yeah, like, just being on the same team with him, like, we always have the same goal. He holds all of his teammates to a really high standard, like, in terms of what he wants out of them. So that's something that, like – can be can be kind of hard at times but also like but it's good to be able to like try to play like that the way that he would want you to play all the time and he's so he's he's pretty he's pretty hard sometimes but he's also like like an incredible leader and he's really good and he's really relatable like compared to the other guys so like it's just it's always been really fun playing with him and it's something I really enjoy but he's he's incredibly competitive so that's that kind of what drives like as you can probably see watching us play he's just incredibly competitive so that kind of drives him like he wants perfection on everybody. So it's just, it's, it's good to have though. Definitely a better problem to have than not have. And, and him kind of displaying that is, is he one of those people that you look up to? You know, you kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Like ever since I was little, like that's your, that's your big brother. Like you always kind of look up to, you always want to do whatever your big brother does, especially like in terms of what he can do, like in the classroom and like how he's been successful in not one, but two sports growing all the, like growing up all the way. So that's always, like I've always had kind of had been able to watch him kind of, work out with him do all that sort of stuff so it definitely is really good to have like have him to be able to look at and like and not only like just as a role model because like obviously he's your big brother he's your role model but he's also like it's more than that like like the, the conversations that we have like he's like well, the first person I go to for literally like pretty much everything so like that was always like a really big part of my life growing up like whatever like tough decision or anything I had to make I would always run him by him and he'd always be really in tune with whatever I had going on so that's obviously really important because like your big brother's there because like you obviously can't go tell your parents every single thing that goes on in your life so it's good to have your big brother there to kind of be able to bridge that gap and, and now kind of tell me about jack because i see you and connor always reposting and he's only in eighth grade 
Yes, he just started eighth grade. How tall is he? He's like six six. He's huge. <laughs> no, but Jack, Jack is like, I would say, because he was around more like like growing up because Connor eventually went off to college. So like, and I was still in high school. So me and Jack, me and Jack are like this. We were together all the time. So like, he definitely like kind of because me and Connor like we're we're brothers obviously. But like we're we're very different. Like we we both like sports, but we're incredibly different. Like he's like very serious. I'm not. Like I'm pretty goofy and stuff like that. And I would say Jack is definitely more like of like of like me, like on the goofy side. But like the thing about all of us is we have like kind of that little edge where like if you if you upset us, then we all get like super pissed basically. So it's like we all have that edge, the competitive edge, and we all really want to win very badly. So I think that's a good thing. But I'd say Jack is a healthy mixture of me and Connor in terms of body type and he shoots it better than both of us. So <laughs> it'll be fun to watch him kind of grow and continue to keep playing. And, you know, I'll be at all, wherever he decides to go to high school, I'll be at all the games, screaming, yelling, doing all that. It's, it's really, I, me and Connor both really enjoy like going to his games and watching him and talking with him about it. And like just going to his games, yelling, screaming, doing all that. It's really fun. And it's really rewarding to watch him play. Yeah. Cause I was, when you guys were, were posting that on Twitter, I was like watching him like, this guy's only in eighth grade. Like, yeah. Like, eating up on these on these look little kids but they're yeah no it was pretty impressive that was the most impressive highlight tape of him that i've seen as of yet he's kind of starting to figure it all out he's getting he's kind of growing into his body a little bit in terms of like athletic ability and stuff like that so it's it's been pretty cool to watch him kind of develop and grow in that way yeah and now back to you i first saw you play um i think it was you guys were runner-ups at state against Cedar Falls. Okay. And I saw you play, and I, w- I was very impressed. I, I mean, you had – I mean, all, all the talk about you. I, I'm a guy that likes to see it firsthand, kind of see it. Mm-hmm. And, and you definitely had it all. And I kind of want to know what makes you what, – what's, like, some of the things that you really focus on in your game? What makes you so special as a basketball player? Um, I think something that helps me is that – I, I, I can score the ball in a variety of ways, especially now that I'm putting more weight on, I can kind of add the post component into my game a little bit more, but like I can, I can shoot threes. I can go to the rim. I like going to the rim and I, but my, the best part of my game is, is what I can do in transition, just in terms of running, jumping, the doing all that and making plays. And I would like to consider myself a very cerebral offensive player. I still, I'm getting better on the defensive end, but I still got some work to do there, but on offense, it's, I'm somebody that can do a lot of different things and can make shots, put it on the deck, make plays for my teammates and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of what's always been fun or a good part about my game to me is just like kind of the, the ability to just kind of do whatever. Getting that state title 2017 with, yep. with Connor, what is it like playing at Wells Fargo and then also getting that, that state title? Yeah. I mean, I think – I've had some pretty special days in my life. I think that's up there. Like, probably that's probably still at number one. Like, like, I, like winning with my brother was obviously incredibly special. I talked about my mom with him, but like, it was it was so much deeper than that. Especially in terms of like my other teammates, because like, so growing up, I was always around like Connor and his friends too. So that was his class that we won it with. So like that was all like Isaiah Fillard, Nate Distroff, all those guys, Devontae Lane. I mean, Devontae Lane has been a brother to me since we were since I was in fourth grade. Like he's been a brother to me and kind of so like it was just incredibly special kind of growing up with that team. And then, you know, obviously going and winning the whole state championship. And we we were all played together the year before. We came up short, we got second, 
And so, like, that was our entire goal the whole year was that we were going to win. Like, we were going to win it. And so, like, actually having it come true, like, there was, there was no better feeling. The funniest part after we won was, like, it was me, Connor, uh, and a couple of my other teammates, like Isaiah, Dante, Nate, we all stayed in my basement for a week, didn't leave. Nobody could tell us anything because we, we were like, we won't say. Nobody could tell us anything. Who cares? We didn't leave for a week. All we did, we just sat down there, watched movies, and then it was March Madness that week. We followed too, so we just sat there, watched games all day. We literally did not leave my basement for a week. It was so, it was so incredible. Now, graduating, you know, when you made your commitment to Iowa, it was probably, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. people was expecting it. It, it was pretty inevitable. What was the feeling like to finally, you know, announce that and get it off your chest? Like, it was definitely cool. I, I really didn't expect, like, my phone was blowing up for days after that. Like, and I was, I was kind of surprised, like, that, like, like the kind of the, the recognition that it got. But, um, like, because I thought it was, like, it was kind of a foregone conclusion. Like, I got some texts and, like, letters from other schools or whatever. But, like, I was always going to go to Iowa. So, it was just, like. Uh, especially after my brother went there that kind of made it even more so special for me so like it was just really cool um like it wasn't I guess it was, I guess you call it a relief but like it was kind of something that I always thought was going to happen so it was just like I was cool with that and I was like it was it was enjoyable for me and it was a really fun experience to commit there last year you know you, you got two games in your correct and mm-hmm. then you red shirt you had some you know health issues you were dealing with throughout the season that kind of uh you know, put you aside. What going into this year can can Hawkeye fans expect out of you? Um, well, I've added about twenty pounds since last year. So, but that comes with kind of like a little learning curve in terms of like your conditioning and stuff like that. Because I've never been this heavy before in my life. I've always been pretty skinny. So, but like I just like somebody that's gonna come out and try to do whatever he can. Like I've always won everywhere I've been. We've always won. So I'm going to try to do whatever I can to help us win. That's obviously the expectation going into this year with the roster that we have. But, you know, I'm somebody that's going to run hard and transition, try to, get my, try to get some baskets that way. And, you know, just always try to make the right basketball play, whether it's shooting, passing, making the extra pass, things like that. That's something that I've always prided myself on, too. So I'm just going to try to come out and just do whatever I can to help us win wherever I need to be. And, and you mentioned the roster. Having such a talented roster, you know, Luca's coming back, Bohannon's healthy, you're back. What, how, how is it going to be possible to fit everybody in the rotation? Or is it, is it going to be <laughs> Kentucky style, five in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be really interesting. I think, like, because, well, a lot of our returners, like, they all have legitimate playing experience. Like, they were all starters at one point. We have, we have seven starters coming back. So I think like everybody knows how to play with each other and they're all, they've all have legit, with well, well, exception for me in terms of the returners, like we all have, like they all have legitimate playing experience in the big 10 under their belt. So they, they kind of know what to expect because the league is a grind, obviously. So, you know, they, they know what to expect in that regard. So I think that'll help us because they all know what to do. They're all veteran guys. They're all old. They're all smart. So it'll be something that will be really interesting to see and watch throughout the year. But I'm really excited. We have a lot of talent, obviously, with, with Luca at the forefront, and like also with like Joe, CJ, Jabo, Connor, Joe T, Jack Nunji, everybody. Even some of the freshmen have been really fun to play with too. So I think that that like we have just such a talented roster. And I think the, but above all else, we have really good people on our team. We have really good guys. There's no beef anywhere. Like everybody gets along really well, which I think 
is something that can go unnoticed kind of to the public in, in a lot of locker rooms. Like, but in ours, there's no egos. There's no anything. We all just want to win. We all have the same goal. Every, everybody wants the same thing. So I think that's going to be really important in, in, in the long term. On your Instagram, you posted a picture with the whole team, mask on. You look like you were outside. What were you guys doing? Running up some hills today. We had, we had, our conditioning days are Thursday, so we were running up hills today. Yeah, oh. the hill, like right behind Carver. So, yeah, we all, every year we take that picture. Like, like, it's like whenever we get done running the hills, we all have our shirts off, all try to flex, look strong, whatever. And so, and so like, yeah, so we always do that. And that's what, that's what we do this year. Now, is there, is there a complainer when you guys run hills? Is there that one guy that's always like, oh, like. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Like, no, I don't think there's any complainer. I think we all want to get better and we all know that it's what we have to do. I'm sure, like, there's a lot of people that say, like, ah, oh, like, I'm tired, like, I'm sore, whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, we all do it and we all do it to the best of our ability because at the end of the day, we're all really competitive and we all really want to win. And we know that we have to do stuff like that in order for us to win. But I don't think that's a good, that's a funny question, though. That I don't think there's anybody that's like, ah, like, no, nah. everybody knows that that's what you got to do if you want to win. And, and one of those teammates, is Joe Toussaint and you guys are very close describe your relationship with Joe because last year I saw pictures of you guys like in the gym after games like mm -hmm. you've done together kind of describe that do you guys have like the same motives the same like plans in your mind that's why you guys yeah no absolutely we're both just incredible we're both very motivated and we're both we have very similar personalities, which I think is a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. <laughs> just because, like, we're both incredibly goofy. So, like, and we we just kind of, like, we just do everything together. Like, that's just kind of how it's been ever since we got here. Like, we just, like, like that's my right-hand man. I'm his right-hand man. Like, we, we talk all the time. Like, we're always together. We live together. We do everything together. So, I think that's just kind of how it's been. And we're both, we're both incredibly comfortable with each other. And yeah, we're very goofy. We have a lot of fun. And yeah, I think that's kind of what sets us apart the most is just like the, our ability to be goofy. Like we're just so much goofier than the average college age kid. So yeah, it's just like, I think that's the best part of our relationship. And, and did you, you guys were roommates last year, the freshmen, correct? Mm -hmm. So that kind of. Yeah. Kind of I didn't really even know him like that. Like until we got to college, really. Like I I talked to him before I met him on his visit, obviously. And then, like, we had, like, been talking, like, throughout the year, like, stuff like that. But then, like, as soon as he got here, it was just kind of, like, like just, like, an instant connection. And, like, we just haven't really looked back. Like, we just do everything together, talk all the time, goof around a lot. We, we agree on a lot of the same things. We got a lot of the same opinions. We, like, both love LeBron James, both like the same music. So it's just, like, and it just was kind of, like, instantaneous and very easy from the get-go because we're both just so similar. You mentioned LeBron. Who's your who's your favorite NBA team and, like, who are you rooting for for the finals? Are you rooting Lakers? Yeah, I would have to say the Lakers because of LeBron. Uh, but, I, I, but I also, at the same time, I really love watching uh, Jokic play. I think he's really fun to watch. But, yeah, I would say LeBron's definitely my, like, all-time favorite. I love Chris Paul, too. I've always loved Chris Paul. So I think those, like, I would say those three are pop. And, and I'm also kind of hopping on the Luka Doncic bandwagon. I think he's incredibly fun to watch. There's just so many guys. I could go down the line. Everybody in the NBA is just so fun to watch, and you learn so much. But I would say just, like, my whole life I've always been a LeBron fan. Like, I think he's the best player to ever touch a ball. So, like, I'm a, like, I'm a cheer for him. That's kind of how I've always been. Like, wherever it was on the Heat, Cavs, whatever, I've always wanted LeBron to win. Yeah, I, I've been a LeBron fan, and I've – bought tickets for four games and I've only seen him play once. Wait, really? 
Yeah, he's been hurt. Um, oh. The first game he sat out with rest. Oh, oh, that's the oh, that's the worst. So I've only seen him once, but it was with the Heat, so I got to see Wade and. and oh, that would be yo, that would be incredible. I wish I got to see that. That would be incredible. Who'd they play? Uh, Minnesota. Oh, that'd be fun. Or you know, Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's still not a good team, but this is. Yeah, that's probably a tough ticket. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Thank thank God I have uh, good parents. So. Yeah. No, for sure. Now. You mentioned Chris Paul, and this kind of is – I'm going to take a little road down. When you were 14, correct, you mm-hmm. were diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Yeah, it was like on my 14th birthday. Yes, and I say Chris Paul because he was one of the guys that reached out to you, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, your surgery and everything. And it was in the midst of the NCAA tournament. Your dad kind of came back and mm-hmm. with the surgery, and then he flew back. Um I want you to talk about just kind of the the ups and downs, the emotions, everything that's gone through, um, you know, during that point, and now how is it still like kind of in your life and mm-hmm. how you're dealing with it? Um, it, it was a really emotional time, it, but it was kind of something that, like, to me, like I was talking about, like with my family being a basketball family, like, like since as I was going through that, like I had a friend going through the same thing, so it honestly like. Like you do it, you do, you have so many appointments, you meet with so many doctors, you do all these different things. It almost got to the point where it felt normal. Like it was just like, like, which obviously it should never feel normal, but you know, it was obviously very, it took a massive toll on my body that I still deal with like to this day, just in terms of fatigue and just straight exhaustion. Just I, I sleep all the time, like just cause I'm just tired. But um, yeah, so I think, and it just took a lot out of my body and it was just something that was really hard. You go back and you look at pictures and like, I'm like knocked out in a bed, like, like all this stuff around my neck drains and wires coming out every which way. So you obviously like, you look at pictures like that and it's, it's really humbling for me to see like kind of how far I've came like from that into like, I live a, a pretty normal life. I would say at this point, I got to do some stuff still every once in a while, like for it, but for the most part, I live a pretty normal life. So, you know, just kind of coming up from that was something that's just, really different and it was it took a massive toll on my body and it was really hard like just to deal with you know but I, I was I was able to kind of get back on the court pretty soon that's kind of always been my way of coping not just with that but with everything that I would have went through was just being able to step on the court and play basketball uh, so that obviously really helped me through that and I have a great support system with my family and my friends that was also able to help guide me through that so that was that was really good and I so I I look back on it and I'm appreciative for it because it helped me build a lot of real legit like real relationships real bonds and it's something that I feel like I'm stronger now that I hadn't hadn't gone through that and and you mentioned a friend that you were close to that kind of went through the same thing now you were granted the retired number 22 kind mm-hmm. of talk about that the story behind that and, and what what's really the meaning mm-hmm. of that so I've always worn number 22 ever since I could pick my jersey number. My favorite player at Siena College where my dad used to coach was Ryan Roster, number 22. And uh, he's like, I think he might be the all-time leading rebounder there. He was like an incredible player, like one conference player of the year, things like that. So I've always worn number 22, like ever since I got here or whatever. And then, so when I was here, me and Austin had never played on the same teams or anything like that because he was a year older than me. But he also wore the number 22. So that was kind of a unique bond that we had. And then obviously we both get cancer and go through that at the same time. We were, we were good friends before that, but like, I feel like the, 
cancer was really able to bring us to a whole new level in terms of our bond. So obviously, like, I mean, I got 22 now, like, tattooed on me. And, like, so it's just kind of took on a whole new meeting, like, when me and Austin went through that together. And then, and then when he passed, it we got, became even deeper. So that's kind of why I will, like, that's, that's why. So I started off wearing 22 because of Ryan Rouster, but then I continued wearing it. And, like, it just means, like, so much to me because of what I went through with Austin. And for Mr. Seberg to let it come out of retirement for me, is something that I'll be forever grateful for and will never forget his, his generosity and everything like that. I wrote him a letter. He wrote me back. I, I have his number. I text him. He texts me back. So it's just kind of something that uh, will go on. And it was just, I was really thankful for his uh, gracefulness in that and letting me be able to wear it. Yeah, I saw that. Now. That's just a cool story, you know, something unique to you that you can hold, hold on to. Mm-hmm. And now kind of outside of basketball, I always ask, if you weren't playing basketball, what's that second sport? Do you have a second sport? Baseball. I love baseball. Um, my, my mom would never let me play football. I like football, but uh, it, like I would say my, my three favorite sports are basketball, baseball, and football, but second is definitely baseball. Just because I, I kind of grew up around the game. My, my dad's a really big baseball fan. He's a really big Phillies fan. Connor obviously played, has played a lot of baseball. I played baseball growing up, but it got in the way of AAU basketball. So I, so I stopped playing that, but I would definitely say baseball is my second sport for sure. I love baseball. And you bring up uh, AAU and you were on the Barnstormers for a little bit, correct? I was on the Barnstormers from when I was in uh, fourth grade through 16 U summer. So fourth grade through 10th grade. And and you know, Jake Hilmer, correct? Yeah. He always, he was in our conference, so he would always beat up on us. Yeah. I, I kind of uh, got a good dose of uh, Jake Kilmer uh, every time we played him. <laughs> I love Jake Kilmer. That's like my brother. I played with him for, I, th- I think it was like three years. Yeah, no, I love Jake. We'll go to work with Jake any day. That's my guy. He, he, he's something different. He's special. No, he is. So Upper, fast. Upper Iowa got a steal on him. That, Absolutely. And, yeah, just, you know, size aside, that dude, he's a monster on the baseball field and, uh, you know, track literally any sport. I don't think I've ever seen him. I've, never, I've heard about him playing baseball. I don't think I've ever witnessed him play baseball. I heard he's a really good pitcher. Yeah, and, and um, so I was a pitcher, and him on the base path, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's oh. just so fast. You can't really, you can't really do anything about it. <laughs> it would give you headaches. You just Yeah, you for know, sure. There's just nothing you could do. Even if you pitch out, the dude's already in second base. So. He's already there. Yep. And, and so besides sports, what are some – do you play video games? Do you like – what? what's some – Yeah, I mean, I'm not very good at video games, but I play them a lot. I play – like, I play Fortnite. I play 2K. Um, those are really the only two video games I play, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I would say outside of basketball, like, I play video games. I hang around with my friends, like, Hang on, my family. I sleep a lot just because I'm always I'm always tired. So a lot of my time I spend sleeping. And uh, something I've kind of gotten into. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I actually listen to the one that you did with Jake. But um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, like like JJ Reddick has a podcast. I listen to every episode. Like I, I've been getting into like kind of that a lot. And so you know I like like music, TV, just normal stuff. I love watching The Office. <laughs> I've never seen The Office. Dude, come on, you got to wake up. You got to watch The Office. Eh? That's what everybody's telling me. Watch The Office, and then what's the, you know, I haven't seen Parks and Rec or Friends. I haven't I seen tried that. to watch Parks and Rec. I couldn't really get into it. I like, I haven't watched Friends, like, through and through, but I like Friends. I've seen, like, plenty of episodes to, like, like Friends. 
But yeah, I like the I watched The Office and I watched you ever seen the show Entourage? It's like it's like a loose document it's like a loose thing on Mark Wahlberg's story. That's that's another show that I love. And I just watch those two just on repeat. Yeah, I kind of got this whole idea of the podcast, you know, with my, my major aside being sports journalism. You're also a journalism major, correct? I was, but now I switched to sport and rec. I don't I like I my uncle's a sports writer in Philadelphia. So that's kind of what, what I was going to go. But um, I ended up switching. I think I got a bad grade or something. So I ended up switching this morning, right? <laughs> yeah. So with that aside, and I, I actually was out east one week, and I went to a Phillies game. And my goal is actually to move out to Philadelphia just because I love, mm. you know, Philadelphia fans and, you know, being a journalist. And then listening to podcasts, like you said, I kind of started listening to podcasts. I was like, Hey, let's, let's try it. And I started off with close friends and mm-hmm. now like, I, I don't know if you're familiar with, you know, the Netflix series, uh, oh. Black Against You. Oh yeah. 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 So I brought on, uh, the last season's coach. John oh really? <laughs> yeah. And then I brought on, uh, one of the wide receivers, uh, Dior Scott. He was on like last week. Um, okay. and now it's kind of just becoming like, you know, you responded to my message. I was like, I want to be honest. I reached out, I kind of have beef with, with Bo Hannon and, and Joe Camp because I reached out to them and they know, didn't answer. they're busy. They're probably, they don't yeah. like DMs, but you responded to me and I was like, like, wow, this, this is. Yeah, no, I, I love podcasts. I go on any podcast. I listen to podcasts all day. So I'll go on anyone. Yeah. It's super cool. I was happy to kind of talk to you and sit down and kind of get you to get to know you on a personal level because you know, sitting on a fan side watching you on the court is one thing but being able to talk to you face to face kind of you know basketball aside can kind of bring out you know who you really are yeah definitely an interesting perspective for sure yeah and i mean that's all i had for you i i want to say thank you for kind of hopping on you know finding time in your schedule i, I reached out to you last week and you stuck to it so mm-hmm. I, I want to thank you patrick you yeah, know of course anytime <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best this season, and I hope to see you on the court, number 22. I'm rooting for you. Yep, appreciate that. Thank you, man. All right, I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. See ya. See ya.